It's a blessing to me that we should meet. I'd like to thank each in a seat and everybody on their feet. See, we didn't think we'd be doing this back in 2003. But hey, here we are on live stream Podbean, hitting it off like AD's melodies from Aretha and Tina T. I'm talking R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That allows one to listen and for the other to speak. If we seek, we can find the pod poet that's inside. However, you should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme. It can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time, right now, we are live! Welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge Spoken Word and Poetry Game Show. I am your host, Naquel. Thank you for tuning in. It is March 27th, 2021, and we appreciate you making some time. Can't wait to have some fun tonight. You know you are in the place where our slogan is real simple. This is where we have fun celebrating poets. So you know you're gonna hear some dope poetics. We have some Pod Poets trivia for you tonight, and we are gonna interview these dope, amazing guests so we can really get to know them. So that means it's time to get comfortable, enjoy the vibe, because it's time to stimulate your mind and relax it at the same time. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, appreciate you very, very much. And you know what, real quick, so, if you missed last show uh, with our previous guest, the multi-talented Moody Black, comedian, spoken word artist, actor, and filmmaker, and so much more. If you missed that show, here is a quick clip. You can go follow this, brother. So name of the main female lead in the TV show, Boy Meets World. You know, I'm, I'm, since Miss Claire have been rolling with me, I'm going to roll with her. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say D. D. Topanga is correct. To my kids, I used to be a superhero. A superhero with lack of funds as a superpower. Mm. I used to feel powerful. Because my fatherhood used to be a paycheck to paycheck power struggle of pride. Pour my poems in my mason jar veins to preserve the pain that is tattooed on the heart that I wear on my sleeve. But my arms can't carry the load. I'm the man with the iron fist. But nowadays, mm. if you're a man, they say your baby steps are considered excuses. Mm-hmm. Moody Black, none other. An amazing, amazing individual. Um, you can follow him on Instagram at I am Moody Black, plus read his work in the upcoming issue of the Ink Magazine, the online digital publication with everything spoken word at your fingertips, including Spilled Ink, the magazine section dedicated to showcasing poems from the Pod Poets Lounge game show winners. Now, including one of our special guests from tonight, you will see their work there, um, published in the April or the May issue. So please look out for that. And you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Or you can visit our website at www.thepodpoetslounge.card.co. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, 
and of course, right here at Podbeam. So remember, you can always share, comment, follow, subscribe, and provide your feedback to support this podcast. You can DM or email the Lounge at gmail.com and wherever you are listening from. Thank you. You can donate at dollar sign the Pod Poets Lounge via Cash App if you think that the content is constructive. Now, it is time for us to meet our artist. Yes, who have been waiting so, so patiently for at least a, a couple weeks now, at least a couple weeks well. And we are finally, finally here, arrived at the moment of truth. Yes. And you know what? The mission is really, really simple here. Um, I want us to relax, kick back, um, and just chill. So Louis V, the poet, and uh, Keisha uh, Onyx is here. Um, How does that sound for a game plan? It sounds great. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, let's go. That's what's up. I love it already. So one of the things I like to do on this platform, obviously, is to bring um, poets together uh, for the first time. Uh, these two individuals, um, I think, met through the Pod Poets Lounge through me. Uh, so yeah. as always, I hope that the connection, you know, just continues um, from here uh, as we go forward on our individual journeys. Man, am I excited. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> I really am. You you don't know. Just between the videos and, and the bios and all the content that's out there for me to consume, to get to know you guys, um, I'm just, like, so ready. Um, so, man, just thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate thanks. you guys. Yes, thank yes. You. You're very welcome. Ooh, wee. So um, let's let's start um, our conversation uh, with Louis V, the poet, an award-winning author, uh, spoken word poet, uh, certified Les Brown motivational speaker, a life coach, and a philosopher, and more. Now, Louis, I love your zest and your passion for life. It's thank you, thank you. Absolutely infectious, brother. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell the folks how you doing today. I am doing well. I mean, today, to, to, today was a was a beautiful day, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're like in the process of like spring co- co- converting into summer, and I'm I'm really yeah. looking forward for, for the summer. That's what's up, man. Yeah, today was really really a nice day. I was out with my daughter. We we my son was at karate, and we got to do some um some rollerblading. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Really enjoy the weather. Um, springtime is is just that time, you know, to do that really, kind of thing. So it really yeah. is. Um, not 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 quote. If you mm-hmm. if, if if you don't mind me asking, what um mm-hmm. um what um kind of martial art does does your son practice? Tang Soo Do. Nice. That's dope. Yeah, and I know you're into you're into it. Is it martial um arts. martial arts as well? But specifically, is it Thai? Kickboxing? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Ah, okay. So it's like kickboxing, but it's more Mm -hmm. aggressive. It's like boxing and kicking, and we use elbows and knees, and we also clinch. Okay, okay. Cool, man. Really, really cool. Um, I'm so glad that you could be on the show. Um, You and I, we've spent some time together in different spaces. Um, Most recently on uh, Poems and Politics. Uh, which is a show collaboration between the Pod Poets Lounge and uh, Medgar Evers College. Um, and uh, 
it's it's been awesome, and I'm so thankful that you were able to be there. Um, if you could for me, Louis, um, please introduce yourself to the listeners who are meeting you for the first time. You know, tell them what you want to tell them. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I just I just want to everybody who's listening, thank you for tuning in. My 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 my, my name is. Louis V. the Poet. I go by Luis Valdez. I mean, that's my real name. Um, of course, I am a, a poet. I, I like. I, I write. I write. I write my own poems. I perform spoken um, spoke word poetry. I am very passionate when it just just when it when it comes to poetry. I am mm-hmm. 29 years old. I have been writing poetry for almost 18 years. Mm. Good. Wow. <laughs> um, and you're originally from uh, from Harlem. Uh, yes, sir. Right in New York. Um, and reading more about you, you know, you've got a few siblings uh, like myself. Um, I've got more on my dad's side. Um, but, yeah, you 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 grew up uh, around family um, and, and very influenced by family and that story. Um, I want to get into it kind of about some because your story, you're pretty transparent. You're pretty transparent and, and open uh, about your life story um, and that was one of the things that really pulled me into, into just who you are uh, as an individual. So uh, one of those aspects of, of you growing up um, was some of, some of the difficulties that you came across. Um, an event in your early life uh, to overcome, that you had to overcome, was actually the death of your mother. Yes, sir. Um, you, but at the same time, uh, your father uh, was also very influential uh, in your life as well. Yes, um, what were some of those lessons that you learned from kind of going through uh, the, that, that pain and the loss? Um, and then also, what are some of the things that your father kind of taught you um, and that stayed with you? Okay, absolutely. So at the age of 10, 10, 10 years old, Mm-hmm. One day, I just woke up and I'm just I'm just hearing just hearing hearing my older brother Chris, who's two years older than me, like Weicho Weicho. That's my that, that that's that's my nickname. Wake mm-hmm. up, mom's mm-hmm. dead, mom's dead. I was like, you're lying. I fell mm-hmm. right back to sleep. You got me up. Next thing you know, wow. I'm up and I saw the body of my mom, and it was in the back of her car. Her 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 her, her boyfriend killed her. Um, mm-hmm. he beat her he pretty much mm. beat her to death by bricks and stones and and that happened mm. on a sunday night so me, mm. me like me and my brother wasn't there and mm. i froze because i didn't know either to to go and approach her body or just mm-hmm. or just or just run back inside but but like but what but what actually snapped me out of it was my was my younger brother at that time he was he was five five years old so i'm thinking to myself like there is no way that i am i am gonna allow my i'm I'm gonna allow my big brother to see our mother went out like that so Mm -hmm. i so i quickly grabbed him i pretty much put him put him back into his room i i I pretty much made up some lie and i did my best to hold everything together so he wouldn't see me i put him back in his room and i went all the way back all the way back on back to the house to the bathroom because the bathroom was all in the back and I just mm-hmm. turned on, turned on the water, and I just broke down and started crying. And wow. what I what what I will say, what I learned from it, um, I promised myself at at my at my mother's wake, no matter mm-hmm. what, I would never put my hands on a female. And I am very mm-hmm. like a big advocate for that. 
I mm. there's no I in front of my present. It doesn't matter if I know you or not. There yeah. is no woman that is gonna get abused by a man. Period. Mm. Wow. wow, we're full. Wow, wow. wow. I, man, that is such a testament um, to your strength, both to kind of gather yourself, um, you know, for for your for your younger brother, your younger sibling at that time, um, in a situation like that. Man, I I, I can't even begin to imagine what I would do um, in it's, it's something like that. Um, and it's just it's just funny too. Um, I also, when, when I learned of my uncle's passing, um, who had passed of a heart attack, um, it was, I was actually, I was, thank you, I appreciate it. I, I was actually woken up out of, out of my sleep as well. Um, and and it, it, it was almost like surreal um, at that moment. And it, it takes a bit of time for, for it to it's settle in. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Um, incredible story. And then the way that, that, that changed you um, and shaped you to be the man that you are. Um, and like I mentioned before, you know, your dad also very influential in your life. Um, what are some of the things that, that he taught you and that still kind of stay with you um, today? Okay. So like a very brief background about, about my father, like personally, I truly do believe, of course, this is my opinion that everybody is born with a purpose and that purpose Mm. is really is up to you to decide. However, Mm I know, I know that I am born with a purpose. And the reason why I say that, because my father, he was supposed to, he was supposed to rot away for the, for, for, for the rest of his life in the, in the, in, in the worst Cuban prison. I am half Dominican and half Cuban. My father, my, 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 my father came from Havana, Cuba. And, and I'm, I am um, not sure if, 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 if people know, but, um, Fidel Castro released the worst of the the worst of the worst prisoners, murders, rapists, killers, whatever. And mm-hmm. my father was in prison because he killed somebody in self defense, but he was going to rob the way in the rest of life to Cuba. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, if Fidel Castro would have would have would have never released those prisoners, my dad would have rot away, and I then 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 I would have never been born. So that's mm. how I knew I was born with a purpose. So and the wow. relationship that I had with with my father, he he was my best friend and my first yeah. teacher. Now the best okay. way I could describe him have I was one. I'm just wondering have 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 anybody seen the movie called the 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 um the Bronx Tale? That sounds real familiar. I'm, I'm not sure if I saw that one though. It's from if the nineties. That- yep. If you haven't, I strongly recommend anybody to watch the movie and to and to understand, like I guess, the type of man that my father was. My father is just like the character whose name is Sonny. Sonny, that's his okay. name. And my okay. father, he was very old school. Um, he was back in the day in the eighties, nineties, early two thousand. He was a big time drug dealer in Harlem. So uh, as okay. being a drug dealer's son. He never, he he never done his business in front of me, and he always pushed me to go to school, become a lawyer, okay. just don't get involved in the streets. And pretty much, this is the, the this 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 is the man that I love dearly, that I respect so much. So so like, of course, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to him, and mm-hmm. and like just just like coming from where I came from, there's like not there's not there's not too many 
um boys who like boys around my age, my peers who like who who like didn't who who didn't have a father in their life mm-hmm. like that. But my father was. So so it so it was so it was much easier for me to really to really not to really not get involved get involved in the streets. Certain things. Ah, got you. Yeah, it's like I think um the the influence and, and the way that our, our family and our parents um shape us um, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to our work, you know, the way we express ourselves and our art, um, it, it really molds it. Um, and and you, you see it. You see it in how the art is expressed, whether we're doing film or whether we're writing poetry or whether we're painting. Um, and to kind of go, um, go along that line um, with my next question, um, what is, uh, I would say, what is one of your favorite things about creating your art uh, for others? Creating art for I would say the impact, and the reason okay. why I say the impact because you because for my like um, right now I'm speaking for myself. I didn't know of how impact that my words or my poems came across once once other people hear it. And personally, I'm not trying to brag, but there were people who cry who thank me like, "Oh my mm-hmm. God!" Like. Yours, what I'm saying is your story is just more than just your story. Your story mm. is meant to impact, impact and inspire others who, who are, who, who, who are, cur- who are currently um going through what's just what we went through. And I mm-hmm. feel like as poets or artists in general, we are, we, we, we are like the lighthouse that, that, that guide the masses out, out of the dark. Mm. Mm, that's powerful, powerful imagery. Yeah, you know, um, someone on the on the previous episode um shared something along those lines, how uh, how how critical and um just uncanny you know the, our our role is um as poets as as creatives, um and as creators to interpret our world uh, around us and then uh, put it back out there and and how so many uh, can get whatever they get from it. Um, really, really powerful. Uh. Do you have a piece? Do you have something that you could share with us? Yes, absolutely. What's funny? I actually, hmm, I actually, all right. Either one, I could do a poem that I wrote last month, or, okay. or um, not quite. If you like, I just literally wrote this new poem like an hour, a hour ago. Whatever you feeling, you know, I've heard the expression that the time to act is when the idea is hot and the emotion is strong. So that might speak more to the one that you wrote an hour ago. Um, it's up. It's really up to you, man. I'm okay. ready for it all, brother. All right. I'll actually, if it's possible, can I do both of them? Because this, because because this, because this because this new one is not my usual style, but I like okay. it. Yeah, I mean, we'll have time, uh, hopefully, to try to get at least like three pieces in. Uh, so okay. if you want to save one for later, you know, all right, do that. So, all right, so a new one. This is okay. called the ex, the ex, the expectation of of my accountability. Mm, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Mind you, this is a very brand new piece. I did not even even have time to rehearse it. (laughs) Okay. I, I, 
have fell in life because because I because I didn't believe the expectation that was set for my accountability. Walk with me where hope does not exist. The the night of chaos consumed my soul to a void that was considered forgotten. My um, it's it's my it's my sanity has been blacked out since there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Everyone sees great potential in me. Yes, I am. I am doubting my own existence. Re, 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 resistance. I became what has happened to me. I became. I became a, a an a, an agent of chaos that was carrying the weight of the world. Where mm. I, where I come from, people like myself are not supposed to make it. Yet I am still. I am still standing, creating a world that does not exist. How mm. how can I how can I hold myself? accountable if i don't believe in my own expectation once again mm. walk 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 with me so so i can show you where 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 the graveyard of my dreams is at where 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 the night sky there are no stars to look at the the warmth of the sun is being fueled by hell's inferno my bones will turn into sand proof that that i want this my my ashes will be blown away. There are there are no lighthouses to be guided. I am lost amongst those stars. And mm. peace. Wow. Heavy, heavy, Lewis. Heavy, heavy. Thank you so much for sharing that. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, some things definitely definitely like stood out to me in that piece. Um honestly for me also that that just when you said fell. That was one of the words because that word brought me back to a poem that I that I wrote um, where where I used the word uh, I used the word fall um, and I liked also when you mentioned you know just, just walk with me you know what I mean that and again that's always an opportunity um, to to learn from someone's narrative from someone's story um, you said a boy considered forgotten you know that's Oh man, that made, it made me think of a book. Actually, um, I, I don't write the, the title for it escapes me, um, but it it sort of speaks to um, the, the 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 predicament, if you will, uh, that black boys uh, find themselves uh, in in America, um, just like on a collective um, level. And and you said, you know, if you didn't believe in your own um, did you say if you if you didn't believe in your own expectations? Yes, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, made me <laughs> again just think about how really important that is, right? The the, the way that you see yourself, um, absolutely, kind of shapes you. Yeah, man, powerful, powerful, powerful piece. Uh, thank you so much. And there's uh, yeah, there's more to come. Uh, so yeah, please cue cue up that next piece, man. Um, Cause I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. Uh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, and just shifting over a little bit here, just going to slide over on the lounge chair here, the, the big pot <laughs> bag <laughs> and say hello to the lovely Onyx Keisha. Thank you so much, my dear for joining. Once again, I appreciate you. Um, you are an award-winning international director of film and stage. Um, you're an actress, a mom, a Jesus freak, a motivational <laughs> speaker, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're still a Dunkin' Donuts coffee lover. <laughs> I am, sir. I am. 
awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm so humbled that you can make it on the show. Thank you again for accepting my invitation. Oh, um, you're welcome. Yeah, man. I really enjoyed learning about you and your work. Um, and I see why. I see why you are an inspiration to so many. Um, mm. I could not help uh, but be also swept up in your strength, your spirit, and your light. Um, like you have this attitude. Um, and it's <sighs> also like this this uh, do-for-self attitude. And you're such mm. a hard worker. Um, you. You're welcome. It's it's quite evident. Um, it's like it's rooted in, in your start of directing uh, and producing theater uh, to where you eventually started your own company. Um, Please um, introduce yourself to the folks, you know, who are just sure. meeting you for the first time. <laughs> um, first of all, Louis V, man, I'm over here like wiping tears. Um, man, that story, your your life story is absolutely amazing. And that piece just kind of just brought it all full circle. So mm. I appreciate mm -hmm. you. And I want to say, I just feel really good to be in the presence of, you know, two kings who are really out here honored, making honored, an impact. Um, so my name is Onyx Keisha. Um, and I am a creative. Um, I really believe um, that art is a universal language that everyone mm. can speak. Art blurs the lines that divide us. And when we can connect to each other's pain, when we can connect mm -hmm. to each other's hearts, then mm -hmm. all of those things that we perceive as being reasons why we can't connect disappear. My art mm -hmm. is my activist activism. I truly mm. believe that my calling is to be a light and mm -hmm. through example, show people that they can absolutely have a life of abundance. And I'm mm -hmm. not just talking about financial abundance. I'm talking about spiritual abundance. I'm talking about um, being mm -hmm. emotionally healthy and being able to understand that you can, you you can absolutely have the life that you not only desire, but deserve. Um, mm. I started in theater. Theater is like my heart. Um, yeah. Film is my love. I have been um, grinding for uh, most of my adult life. I started my company in high school, and mm -hmm. I like to... Uh, kill the notion of the starving artist. Um, mm. We can absolutely monetize our craft. And yeah. that is what I have been blessed to do. I love that. Um, absolutely. I think, uh, I know you said art is your activism. Yeah. I, would put H, I would put an H-E on that as well. Um, mm. Yeah, because like really, really, I know you see it too. I know you mm -hmm. see the lives that you influence and it really comes from that big heart of yours. Mm. Um, in the, in the short time that I've had the opportunity um, to learn about you, I see that, um, yeah, you are real serious about that. Um, yeah. And you, you, you put out a lot of love. Um, yeah. So tell me what were the influences like in your mm. early life that kind of laid that foundation for you uh, to stand so tall on, um, like to be so driven um, mm -hmm. and to do it with such with such heart, um, yeah. 
So my, um, you know, I like to say I had the most beautiful dysfunctional upbringing <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I truly went from like the Huxtables to homeless. And mm. Um, mm. Uh, when I was about 12, um, my dad um, developed a crack addiction, like many men of color during that time and my entire Indeed. life turned upside down however what my parents instilled in me from from as early as i can remember and even mm -hmm. through our lowest moments was to make sure that we walk in excellence and that we can do mm -hmm. anything. So there was never a question of if I can. It was yeah. always be committed to whatever it is you want to do. And it's okay, okay to change your mind, but be committed again. So I will say my parents, um, they really were the biggest influence. Um, they made me believe that I can have whatever I wanted out of life. And then the struggles that we went through taught me how to survive, how to persevere, mm -hmm. how to keep the faith. Um, one mm -hmm. of the things that I love is that my parents never pushed religion on us. Like mm -hmm. my, my dad was complete science guy, you know, and my mom was very much like whatever you feel. However, the principles that they raised us on are the foundations of every um, spiritual walk that you can think of. And so sometimes mm -hmm. we get wrapped up in the title, we get wrapped up in the category, but when mm -hmm. you rest on basic principles of being good, doing good, yeah. and knowing yeah. you're a child of God, no matter what title you have on it, you're able to get through the really difficult moments in your life. Mm, 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 mm. Um, as a mom yourself, mm -hmm. um, what would be, if you can recall, one of the ways that uh, your parents sort of instilled in you that you could accomplish what you will? Mm. Um, by having open dialogue and conversation. Okay, um, okay. So I was, you know, okay. I think one of the reasons why I pushed my uh, academy really, really hard is because I know not every household has the benefit of, you know, how my parents raised me and how a lot of my friends' uh, parents you know, work. And I feel like it doesn't have to come from your biological parents. You can mm -hmm. make an impact. And so I think it's all about exposure. So okay, okay, if, yeah. if mm -hmm. you're only exposed to a, a, a limited view of who mm -hmm. you can be, then yeah. you don't know to reach. And so yeah. my parents always just had conversations with us. I mean, it wasn't like you're too young or this is too much. It was like, no, if we were talking about race, we were talking about race. If we yeah, were talking yeah. about gender identity or sexuality, we were talking yeah. about it at an early age. We were talking about mm, pride. Mm -hmm. You know, entrepreneurship mm -hmm. was really huge in my home. Like okay. my father was like, own your own business. So yes, yes. I think it's exposure. And so... Mm -hmm. That to gotcha. me is one of the most, um, the, the 
thing that I was most mostly impacted by is just conversation. Sometimes we don't talk to our children, you know, we underestimate what they can understand or what they're feeling or what they're thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a lesson that I use, you know, as I raise my, my children, you know, I'm definitely an Mm -hmm. art mom, so I'm not Mm -hmm, traditional, mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Um, but I see that as they navigate life, because mm-hmm. we have conversation, um, they're able to handle certain situations better mm. than some of their peers. Mm. That's lovely um, to have such a, you know, like an intentional role um, in your children's lives. Um, and that's really dope, you know, how that, that, that positive influence really just trickles down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a way like, you know, those lessons live on um, in your children through through your parentage, um, and yeah. through your parents, um, that's really really cool. Um, you know, again, just in learning more about you, um, like you share um, you share a lot, um, yeah. and in sharing a hopeful and a beautiful message to your fans, um, you know, your message to your followers was one of them at least um, on this particular video that I saw was that whatever it is, um, you can get through it. Yeah. Um, and you said a few things uh, that you learned uh, on your health journey, yeah. um, such as listening to your body yes. and being gentle with your body yeah. um, and being okay with being still. Um, mm-hmm. And you mentioned how, you know, your work, your work continues, um, but in a way that is more honoring to your mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. That really resonated me- with me. And I want you to, what is that? What do you mean by that? that? Honoring to your spirit. Yeah. So right before I um, was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, mm-hmm. my, and, and let me say that my father passed away from l- lung cancer the day before my surgery. And so mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot. But right mm-hmm. before my life paused, I was truly um, on a fast track. Like I was um, like the, the month before my diagnosis, I was having uh, dinner with Felicia Rashad and mm. I was doing work on Broadway and my film career was really starting to, to, to make a pivot into mainstream and mm-hmm. I was walking into uh, my true purpose, right? And then God put a pause on that. And um, I say that cancer was one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. And I Mm. know that that sounds crazy, but it, (laughs) it gave me the ability to be still and in my stillness what i realized was i was competing with this idea of success that was not aligned with what my spirit longed for i was going and going and running and yes the awards were coming and my fan base was growing and i thought it looked like success but losing my dad 
And then 20 weeks of chemo, losing my hair, then COVID mm-hmm. hits, you know? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not think... You know, there's some people who go through cancer and they're like, I'm going to beat this. So I didn't, Mm -hmm. I, that wasn't my thought process. My thought process was whatever God's will, Mm -hmm. I know that it is with purpose. So I didn't know Mm -hmm. I was going to beat it. I just knew Mm -hmm. that I had to be um, open to what that journey was. And so now in my work, Can you guys hear me? Uh, did I lose her? Yes. yes I'm here now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I lead with spirit, everything yeah. is different. Like my right. work is more aligned with mm-hmm. what I feel God has for me. Gotcha. And therefore, the success feels different. I mean, I, I, I. I thought I was um, reaching this uh, goal that I had, but now I'm really living my dreams. Like I'm producing for a TV one show. I'm a part of a big network. I'm acting and it's all because my faith has changed. Wow, man. Just, just beautiful, beautiful story. Um, What a journey. And, and to just go through it the way you did, evolving and growing the way you did. Um, I, I'm moved. Uh, I'm deeply, deeply moved. Uh, I think that's so such a blessing um, to be able to lead with spirit um, yeah. in the things that you do um, and really have like the right alignment of things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit uh, later about uh, some of those projects that you're working on. Um, can you, if you have a piece, because I know that there's been some work um there's gotta be right some things that artistically that have influenced you um you know that creative soul that you are um Mm -hmm. do you have a a poem or something that you could share with us oh absolutely um and so and as we um proceed in the show i want to share with you guys um how god worked even through you um (laughs) but i want to share um a piece from For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough by Itazaki Shenge. Yes. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. this piece is truly what set me on my path. Um, It is one of the first plays that I have produced and I have done it um, about a dozen times and every time I find something new. Um, So I have a couple of pieces from my favorite play um, and I would love to share one of them now. Oh, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And this is the opening um, uh, monologue um, performed by the lady in in brown and I just feel like it sums up um, just being a woman, being a black woman. Okay. Um, dark phrases of womanhood, of never having been a girl. Half notes scattered without rhythm, no tune. Distraught laughter falling over a black girl's shoulder. It's funny. <laughs> it's hysterical. The melodylessness of her dance. 
don't tell nobody. Don't tell a soul. She's dancing on beer cans and shingles. This must be the spook house. Another song with no singers, lyrics, no voices, interrupted solos and unseen performances. Are we ghouls? Children of horror, the joke? Don't tell nobody, don't tell a soul. I can't hear anything but the maddening screams and the soft strains of death and you promised me. You promised me somebody, anybody sing a black girl song. Bring her out to know herself, to know you. Sing her rhythms, her caring, her struggle, her hard times. Sing her song of life. Mm -hmm. She's been dead so long, closed in silence so long, she doesn't know the sound of her own voice, her infinite beauty. She is half notes scattered, without rhythm, no tune. Sing her sighs, but sing the song of her possibilities. Sing a righteous gospel, let her be born, let her be born and handled warmly. And this, this is for colored girls who have considered suicide, but moved to the ends of their own rainbows. Mm, 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 mm. So beautifully delivered and powerful <laughs> and fierce, moving, wow. <laughs> oh, feels like Thank I'm hearing you. it for the first time. Yes, you're very <laughs> welcome. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Onyx Keisha. And there is more to come. So stick around. Um, just just breathtaking. Um, honestly, the both of you. Thank you again so much. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys. Um, so I, I, I can't wait for the rest uh, of what we have in store. We're gonna get to know these artists um, a little bit more. Uh, we're gonna hear some more dope poetics from them as well. Uh, just remember you are checking out the Pod Poets Lounge. Remember to subscribe on YouTube and donate if you can. We are hanging out with two dynamic poets. Uh, you can find them on Instagram. Um, yeah, and other places as well. We're going to share that information later on um, as the vibe continues. So as we move into our Pod Poets trivia game now, you guys ready? Oh, goodness. Yes, <laughs> oh, I am nervous. Oh, my God. You got this, Keisha. You got this, Keisha. I'm going to say your piece was powerful. It was beautiful. Thank you oh, for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so I'm going to explain the game really, really quick. All right. Tonight's categories, I've created some special categories uh, for us. Pop culture, popular film and TV, Black LGBTQ, U.S. history, and finish line are going to be our categories for tonight. So... <sighs> I'll explain to you kind of how the game goes. Our poets are going to pick a category. Um, I'll read and I'll share the question. 
sometimes you listen to something as well, and then the questions will be based on that. Uh, the first round of the trivia is going to be all group questions. Uh, that means that all our guests will lock in their choice and they tell me out loud or they can um, share what they think in the chat. And it's one point for each correct answer. And the questions can be multiple choice or true or false. There might be some guessing here. You're not expected to know all the answers. Um, so let's just put that disclaimer out there. Um, and hopefully, you know, during the program, if um, we have some folks in the chat that have any questions for our guests, um, you know, can share them there and we'll do our best to get them uh, incorporated in the uh, conversation. So um, before we do that, we'll start with a little test question. But as far oh, as the explanation of the game, uh, does that sound good? You guys good on that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, so our first test question, just to get a, a feel of a you know a little quick multiple choice. Um, your question is, how did the farmer fix the hole in his pants? Was it A with a cabbage patch, or was it B <laughs> with a needle and thread? Take your best guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to say uh, with a cabbage patch. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. You know, thread. Well, you both are correct. There's no wrong answer here. I think you can do it with either, either or. Uh, if you ask me. <laughs> too too <laughs> and, funny. Um, so our categories, again, I'm going to just place them here for you to uh, reference when you okay. need to. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, we're going to start our uh, our trivia off with uh, Onyx. You'll pick a category for us. Oh, sheesh. On the board Let, there. Let's do pop culture. Why pop not? Pop culture. Let's try right. it. <laughs> I like that. Let's get right over to pop culture. So your first question is, and this is going to be a group question. These are all going to be group questions for the first round. Oh, uh, gosh. Which actor <laughs> played Batman in The Dark Knight? Was it A, Tom Hardy, B, Benedict Cumberbatch, C, Christian Bale, or D, James Purefoy? Who do you think? <laughs> Ooh, okay. I am going to go with C, Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah, I'm going to go with C, too, but I have no idea if I'm right. But C sounds, like, familiar. <laughs> you guys are correct with that. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice way to start things off. I like it. All right, Louis V. What category we uh, for you, sir? U.S. history. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Let's hop oh, on yeah. over there. So, let's see. I got this one for you. All right. And I, I, I might not need to do it now, but there is a little timer that okay. goes like this. Nine. Eight, it can be scary at times. Seven, oh, I know. Six. But don't five, let it four, bother you three, too much two, when it comes on. <laughs> just, <laughs> just rock out with it. Just rock out with it. <laughs> All right. Here's our question. The 13th Amendment established what? Was it A, the income tax, B, the legal end of slavery in America, C, female suffrage, or D, the two-term president? I'm going to go with B. Yeah, I'm going to go with B, too. B is correct. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> I was like, ooh, if I get this wrong. 
Uh, but I wasn't sure. So those who are listening, <laughs> I wasn't sure. No. <laughs> and that's okay, too. All right. You are up, Onyx. What category for you? Um, okay. Let's do um, uh, Black LGBTQ. Okay. You got it. So here is your question. A dance that is done to music in such a way as to imitate the characteristics and the poses that are struck by a model on a catwalk. Is it A, is this tutting? B, Memphis juking? <laughs> C, light feet? Or D, voguing? Um, I'm gonna go with D. Okay, we got D there. Yep, yeah, me too. I'm gonna go D with as D. well? Y'all yeah. got it. Three yeah. for three. Looking good. Nice strong star. Okay. And you are up, Louis V. What category for you, sir? Okay. The category we have left. Um I'm gonna go with um popular film. No, you already did that, right? Ah, uh, she uh -huh. did pop culture. Okay, so yes. You in popular film? Pop yes, popular film. All right, you got it. Now, some of these may be some old films, but they were still popular <laughs> at one point. <laughs> All right, here we go. Your question is, who played Phileas Fogg in the 2004 film comedy version of Around the World in 80 Days? Was it A, Steve Coogan, B, Shirley MacLaine, or C, Charles Boyer? <laughs> Can I ask a question? <laughs> is Phileas a guy or a girl? I'm gonna have to look this up. This is a man. I'm pretty sure it's a man. Okay, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can, wait, can you re re repeat the question? The, the... Of course. Right. Yep. Who played uh, Phileas Fogg in the 2004 film comedy version of the movie Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, and... Steve, okay, and... Uh, A was uh, Steve Coogan, B was Shirley MacLaine, and C was Charles Boyer. Oh, alright. Uh, I know Jackie Chan was in that movie as well. That's okay, what I okay. remember. But it's yeah. not Jackie. I'm gonna go with A. a. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steve. Steve Coogan, if that's how you say it. Yes, correct again. Nicely done. All I, right. I gotta look up this close. one. So. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Onyx, you are up. So I don't know what finish line is, but that's where we going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take you there. Finish line is a category where I'm going to give you a part of the line from a like a poem. Oh, uh, and you've got to, out of the multiple choice, pick what you think is the correct end for that line. So okay. let's start it off like this. Parting is all we know of heaven. And then you got to finish the line. Is it A, in this world of ours? B, parting is what we dread? C, and all we see of heaven, or D, and all we need of hell. Okay, 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 okay. Um, 
um, and which is the hell one? D. I'm gonna say D. I'm gonna say D. Okay, we've got D for Onyx. All right. Yep, me what too. You thinking, Lou. D as well. I'm good. Yep. Okay, Yella. Yeah. Not playing yes. right now. <laughs> teamwork. I was gonna say that is teamwork. That's what that yep. is. I'm glad it's working out for y'all. I'm glad it's working out for y'all. Well done. Okay, Louis V. What category for you, sir? Okay. Um, category. Um, um, what? What category is is left? Hmm. Well, you can go back to a category if you like as well. Um, okay. we got like a, quite a few questions in each, so we'll get okay. all the questions if you want. We'll done a category. If it's done, I'll tell you it's done. We got to switch up, but. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm gonna go with U.S. history. Oh, right, oh U.S. Gosh. history. All right. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Here we go. The Compromise of 1877 did what? Was it A, secured political rights for the freed men, or B, granted political amnesty to former Confederate leaders, or C, it ended federal military support of Republican administrations in the South, or D, restored the Southern states to the Union? 10. Nine. Okay. Oh no! They, re <laughs> they removed Six, the um five, soldiers, four, the federal. I forgot three, what's the name of it. Two, uh, one. Uh, removed the soldiers. I I say something with the South, but there's two with the South, right? Okay, wait. Uh, yeah, C's with the South as well I'm as a, um. Yeah, I'm gonna say C. I don't know if that's what Louis V said too, but uh, I I premised it. Yeah, um, you didn't give me a, a letter. <laughs> No, I have not. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> That's I'm okay. Because it was so much. Um, the one that they removed the um s soldiers. That's um um is is that um C? And the federal. federal yeah. Final answer. Yep. Well done. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Listen, Louis V is definitely into <laughs> academics because <laughs> that is beautiful. I appreciate that. I go so with much. pop culture though. <laughs> Thanks so much. Pop culture next. <laughs> pop culture next for you, honest. Yeah. 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 Let's go. All right. Let's slide on over there. Lordy. <laughs> okay. She's definitely popular. Let's see if you know the answer. How many children does Angelina Jolie oh, have? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Let me see. Adopt it. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, we don't get multiple. Oh, I see the multiple. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> you didn't know. I'm not expecting you to just know this. I'm sorry. Uh, A would be one. Mm -hmm. Might be able to eliminate that. All right. Mm -hmm. B is two, C is six, or D mm -hmm. nine. Hmm. I'm gonna say. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna say C. I'm gonna say six. Okay. I don't know if it's nine, but it could be nine. But I'm gonna say six. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you think, Louis? Oh my god, that's shit. I'm gonna go 
with sex as well because I know I know I know her Brad Pitt got a lot of uh, adopted kids so I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with six. Yeah. Yes, you guys are correct on this. Ah, one. Yeah. Yay. Well done. Yeah, we knew it wasn't sick. one or two. <laughs> nah, they got a whole squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well done. You guys are doing outstanding. Um, let's get uh, one more question out of this first round, um, and then we'll get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, who is up? Uh, Louis V. Yep. What category for you, sir? All right. Um, I guess the popular film. Popular film. Okay, you got it. Oh. All right. Here we go. Similarly, tell me who played Phileas Fogg in the nineteen ninety uh in the nineteen fifty six film version of the same name. Oh. Who actually played Phileas Fogg in the 1956 film version of the same name? And that is Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. For, uh, definitely for starters, it's definitely, it's definitely not Michael Jackson. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, how you know Michael? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson was like, was he born yet at that time? I mean, he was probably a baby if he was born. No, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go with um shit, 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 shit. excuse my language. I'm gonna go with D. Yeah, I'm gonna go with D too. It's definitely not B or C yeah. or A. So I'm gonna say yeah. D. You guys are once again correct. Yeah. Oh, well, thank well you. Done. We got through the first part. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nicely done. Yes. All right. We did it! it. Not too bad, right? Not too bad. No. (laughs) So that was actually really close to Michael Jackson's age, though. Michael Jackson was born in 58. Oh, wow. Uh, So he wasn't even born yet. All right, so well done, guys. Um, All right, we got some more trivia to come. Uh, We'll see as much, if we can get to as much trivia as we can, but I definitely wanted to, again, um, get to know you guys more. And, And in doing so, Onyx, um, I know you mentioned this earlier, and I, and I said it earlier as well about um, you being a Jesus lover, um, yes. and I think you touched on it, but just how important uh, is your God in what you do? Oh, my goodness. It is everything. Um, I started just a, a, a movement called Faith It. Um, because mm. I really want people to, you know, mm. don't like don't fear it face it and then faith mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's how you can really get through. And I also like to say that um, my love language with God is Jesus. However, mm-hmm. I understand that everyone has their own personal relationship and whatever experience or language or name that um, comes in, I mm-hmm. love and respect. I really want to stop this idea that Christians are so judgmental. I also Mm. wanna stop this idea that God is not a part of everything. So the way that I am, I'm like, God, I'm not gonna separate um, sex. God is there, you know? Mm -hmm. So many people are like, oh, it's separate. I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. uh, separate, you know, when I go to the club 
or mm-hmm. you know um, when I when I go buy you know a Gucci bag like we have to stop thinking that God is in a box and mm-hmm. and so I really want to make sure that I'm always walking in the fact that I am a Jesus freak. I love God. My faith is my everything, but I am absolutely here having a human experience and I am not ashamed and God is not going to cast me out of this, you know, imaginary heaven that society has created because Mm -hmm. of who I am. Um, Mm -hmm. I could not do what I do without Mm -hmm. God at the center. He has Mm -hmm. shown up and shown out in so many ways. And not just because I'm a cancer survivor. Like I like to say, start right off the bat. Like I didn't fall in love with God because I survived cancer. My love Mm -hmm. affair started way before that. (laughs) Indeed. Very, very powerful. And I I absolutely love that. Face it, faith it. Like I can see it on a on apparel like just right now um yeah but, nice <laughs> but but definitely like a really, really powerful um message um all right i wanted to um touch on something um and that's i elevate yes um, i i wasn't sure if you were an, an ambassador um mm-hmm. or like at the ground level um yeah. like founder level can you can you tell us what i elevate is um because what I know so far is that it's it's entertainment, it's lifestyle, it's culture, mm-hmm. it's health and wellness, it's love, mm-hmm. it's faith, it's relationship, mm-hmm. social justice, yes. um, spirituality. Like it, t- tell the folks about I Elevate. Sure, I Elevate Plus TV is a television network that we have been in the process of um, uh, creating for the last year. It is mm-hmm. going to launch in June and it's going to be okay. on uh, Roku, Fire okay. Stick, Apple TV, iOS, website. It's going to um, feel like a Netflix, but it's also going to have a live channel stream. So you will have 24 seven programming, just like your owns or your discovery channels. Um, and I am the um, executive director of operations and uh, creative content. So when they hired me, my entire job description is to one, build a team that can go out there and find content that is already created, that needs a home, Mm -hmm. that's going to reach numbers that you cannot necessarily reach just on um, online streaming platforms and also to produce content. So since I've started, I have, <clears throat> been able to produce um, over a dozen shows and I'm wow. slated to produce a dozen more in the next three to four months. That's really, really dope. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And um, just your your resume of, of, of directing and, and production goes all the way back to high school. Yeah. Um, your, first, uh, your first production um, is it um, the music, the Color Museum? The Color Museum, George C. Wolf, changed you, my life. <laughs> you, you, you are the one that made me watch that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was, I'm so glad I did. Yes. What a powerful, powerful. powerful. Wow. And, and timeless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's, timeless. That was, 
that was actually one of the things that I noticed. Um, and it's funny because while I was watching it, um, there was the, the, the exhibit, the scene or the exhibit where the, the man was speaking to like, I guess his inner child mm -hmm, or, yes. or his, like his black self. I don't know how else to yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he was struggling with um, sort of putting aside as he was changing because of the influences around him. He's like, you know, you got to change with the times and, mm -hmm. and, and, and so on. And it was so crazy because my son walked up while I was watching that scene and he's like, daddy, what's he doing to the man? Why is he hurting the man? Wow. Yeah. And, um, I was, you know, then trying to put piece words together and the concept together of what it what it means to have an inner struggle within yourself. Mm -hmm, uh, my mm -hmm. six year old son, um, and how and 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 how you can have that tug of war um, with what people want you to do versus what feels right or what you're used to doing. Um, just powerful, and I, I I didn't finish watching it, but I I absolutely want to. Um, yeah yeah so that's great work that you're doing um and i elevate really looking forward uh to how that um, manifests for everyone um mm -hmm. and you said roku ios uh they'll be able to get it um mm -hmm. yeah where? apple tv oh. fire stick um it's a television network you know it's not an online streaming platform it is a television network yeah awesome mm -hmm. awesome um so i was actually watching one of your videos and mm -hmm. you were at an event and you know you're just taking in the the space and the folks <laughs> and you said hello to somebody and the person is off camera and then the person walks up and gives you a hug and greets you and then you say you know say hi and it's b elise <laughs> it's b elise b elise um is a close friend no, i shouldn't say close but i met her in the arts community uh -huh. um I actually met her when um, I went to a, uh, an, I don't know, if, I guess it was like an open mic um, by mm -hmm. a friend of mine named Jay Rose uh, of the Rose Garden. Um, and I did a poem, um, an erotic poem at the time. Um, and it captured, um, you know, the, the, just the performance and everything, you know, you know, people like, oh, wow, you know, and you make connections and you network with people. Um, so make a long story short. I ended up connecting with B Elise because she's doing, she does a lot like yeah. just in the community, like to support artists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like much respect, yo, and appreciation for what she does. Um, and so she actually ended up, um, um, you know, honoring me by being on my show. You know, I was nice. really privileged to have her on the show. So I, I think it was episode eight or so, um, nice. kind of early in, in my start. Um, you know, so again, just a testament to how how supportive she is. Um, when I started my podcast early on, she was one of those guests that came on. Um, but I was like, man, what a small world. Yeah. <laughs> at least just appeared <laughs> on mm -hmm. camera. And here I am. I don't know Onyx. You know what I mean? I don't know <laughs> Onyx like that, but I know B. Elise. And I think you guys were in LA. I think yeah. You guys were in LA yeah. We, we were in actually Las Vegas, and oh, it was God. the red carpet premiere for a movie that I produced and directed called The Higher Spirit and B. Elise uh, yeah, was yeah. one of um, my uh, principal characters. Okay, okay. Yeah. Really, really cool. <laughs> Small world. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, like, do you have uh, any, like, maybe top three, uh, either male, female, or whatever, um, actors or actresses or just creators? Um, mm -hmm on that um like on-screen content directors or producers 
Yeah. So I am going to start with, uh, you know, the person who anyone who knows me in real life is like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't shut up talking about Oprah. But, um, you know, Oprah has been um, one of my mental mentors ever since I was a child um, because uh, because I don't just create narrative film. And mm-hmm. I really love seeing a business. You know, one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I'm a producer mm-hmm. is because of the business side of it. And gotcha. so I've always seen her as a businesswoman. And um, my second one, which is also going to kind of be like, what is Chris <laughs> Jenner? Um, because, yeah. So to me, Chris Jenner. Um, even though people don't, wouldn't recognize her as a producer, you know, but she was able to take a situation, um, and build an entire empire Mm -hmm. and that empire extends beyond a reality show. And no matter what is said about the Jenners or the Kardashians, what Mm -hmm. we can understand is that, um, business and entertainment can truly elevate you. And so I, I follow her. I love her, um, her business mind. Um, and then when it comes to like acting, um, Angela Bassett has been someone who I, uh, cannot wait to work with Felicia Rashad. When I met her, I was in tears when I met her the first time I couldn't even talk. Um, (laughs) But I love her and so many people think because of the Cosby show, which was very influential in my life, not not trying to say my age, but it was. Um, but her work in theater, her yeah. acting on stage mm-hmm. is stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, wow. I appreciate that. Um, I did want to ask uh, if you have another uh, poem that you can share mm-hmm. with us. I do. Is it okay if it's a little, um, you know, it's from my same late, my same uh, lady, but it's a little yes. more sexual. Yes. yes. Okay. Pod poets lounge. That means <laughs> it's the place for us to kick our feet up and relax. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this one is one of my favorites because I think it really talks about the duality that many women. Um, have to live with and uh, so it is the lady in red and it's called one okay yes give it to us orange butterflies and aqua sequence tween slight bosoms silk roses darting from behind her ears the passion flower of Southwest Los Angeles meandered down Hoover Street, past dark shuttered houses where women from Louisiana shelled peas round three and sent their sons whistling to the store for fat back and black eyed peas. She glittered in the heat and she seemed to be looking for rides when she wasn't and absolutely eyed every man who wasn't lame, white, or nodding out. She let her thigh slip from her skirt, 
as she crossed the street and slow to be examined and she never looked back to smile or acknowledge a sincere hey mama or to meet the eyes of someone purposely finding something to do in her direction she was sullen and the rhinestones etched in the corners of her mouth suggested tears fresh kisses that had done no good she always wore her stomach out lined with small iridescent feathers and the hairs around her navel seemed to dance and she didn't let on that she knew from behind her waist was aching to be held. The pastel ivy drawn on her shoulders to be brushed with lips and fingers smelling of honey and Jack Daniels. <laughs> she was hot, a deliberate coquette who never did without what she wanted. And what she wanted was to be unforgettable. She wanted to be a memory a wound to every man arrogant enough to want her. She was the wrath of women in windows, fingering shades and old lace curtains, camouflaging despair and stretch marks. So she glittered honestly. Delighted she was desired, she allowed those especially scheming tactful suitors to experience her body and spirit. And they were so happy. They were so happy to lay on her lime sheets, full and wet from her tongue. She kissed them reverently, ankles, edges of beards. But at 4.30 a.m. she rose, moving the arms and the legs that trapped her and she sighed, affirming the sculpture man. And she made herself a bath, a bath of dark musk oil, Egyptian crystals and Florida water to remove his smell, to wash away the glitter, to watch the butterflies melt into the suds and the rhinestones fall beneath her buttocks like pebbles in a Missouri Creek, laying in the water, she became herself. Ordinary, a brown braided woman with big legs and full lips, regular. Seriously intending to finish her night's work, she quickly walked to her guest, straddled the pillow and began, <clears throat> uh, you'll have to go now. I have a lot of work to do and I can't do it with a man around. Here's your pants, there's, coffees, there's coffee on the stove. It's been nice, but I can't see you again. You got what you wanted, didn't you? And she smiled and he would either mumble curses about crazy bitches or sit dumbfounded while she repeated, I couldn't possibly wake up with a strange man in my bed. Why don't you go home now? She could have been slapped upside the head or verbally challenged, but she never was. And those who fell prey to the dazzle of hips painted with orange blossoms and magnolia scented wrists had wanted nothing more than to lay between her sparkling thighs and planned on leaving before dawn anyway. But she had been so divine, so devastatingly bizarre the way her mouth 
it round. And now she stood, a regular colored girl, full of the same malice and livid indifference as a sister warned from supporting a would-be horn player or waiting by the window. And they knew, and they left in a hurry. She would gather her tinsels and jewels from the tub and laugh gaily or vengefully. She stored her silk roses by her bed, and when she finished writing the account of her exploit in a diary embroidered with lilies and moonstones, she placed a single rose behind her ear and cried herself to sleep. Mm. Mm. Wow, thank you so much. You're welcome. Beautifully delivered. That was deep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You felt that, right, Louis? Yeah, I did. I was like, that's why I was just quiet. I was like, wow. Uh, love oh, you gone wrong. It's quite a trip. Quite a trip. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank that, you. That one put me there. <laughs> yeah, that piece put me there. Because um, that's um, that that piece is also from um, same color girls, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with, with for colored girls. I'm paying honor to the woman who helped me get started. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really, really dope. That's really dope. Um I'm I'm thinking about um the character who who that spoke more to. Mm-hmm, um and mm-hmm. then her journey in the film and mm-hmm. in the story and what she 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 was going through. Mm-hmm. Um and just the paths that um that people take um yeah. in life. Ah, that was deep. That was that was a deep piece. That's a deep piece. Um, the, the imagery had me as well. Um, yeah, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. And you really brought it to life. <laughs> you really brought it to life. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I appreciate that. Um, all right, uh, Louis V. I wanted to talk to you a little bit more um, about some of the things that you've done uh, and some of what you're doing now. Um, you, you attended uh, Suffolk County uh, Community College um, yes, sir. studying uh, political science. Um, I actually was funny at that time. I, I mm-hmm. first went there from 20, 2015 to 2017. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so um, my major was general studies. And okay. when Trump won, I was like, how the did this happen you okay. know so i was very curious and yeah. at that time my professor who was a Repub- a republican his name mm-hmm. is nickel nicholas giovanni he actually mm-hmm. worked for homeland security and he actually worked with all three all three levels of the government which is the federal okay. state and local and okay. myself, I guess when it comes to politics, I am I am um, not a Democrat. I just have my own, just my own view. But I guess how they call it is to the left. Okay, okay. <laughs> how would they consider me? Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, a Republican and Trump winning actually got me involved in politics. And, and I really wanted to become the change that I wish to see. Ah, so deep deep um a lot of people talk about that and it, it, they you know will use the slogan use the phrase and the expression um but to actually 
to then put the action behind it. So that's what got you into um, political science um, yes, as, a, as a study. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, now, along these lines, um, in, in 2019, um, you became, did you uh, did you graduate yet from um, Suffolk County? Yeah. In 2020, I right? No, I graduated um, Suffolk County 2017. I graduated last year from, from, from St. Joseph College with, with, uh, okay. with my BA in arts. Double minus okay. English and English and history, nice. and um, and I also got a thank you so much. And I also got my certificate in eco and economics as well. Okay, excellent, man. Um, I was saying that in uh, in 2019, you became a, a committee member for the town of Brookhaven's uh, youth board. Yes. Um, yes. How did that kind of happen for you, and what type of impact are you able to to make uh, from that seat? Absolutely. So I got appointed at that time by um, Valerie Cartwright. She was okay. um, the former councilwoman of, um, of the, 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 the former councilwoman of Port of, um, of, of, of Port Jefferson. She was, mm -hmm. excuse me, she was a, a um, adjunct professor at St. Joseph College. And she's a uh, and she is she is she she is a attorney for civil rights as well. So uh, okay, I met I, I met I met Valerie through through um, politics and stuff, and Valerie took gotcha. a huge liking to me, and she I she pretty much like agreed to become my mentor, and Still. so once that position presented itself, she actually. Mm -hmm appointed me to 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 actually be on the um um for the advisory board for the youth of Brookhaven. so mm -hmm. the reason why i want to because i became the man that i needed the most when i was a child so now mm. i'm pretty much i'm pretty much in a position where my opinion matters where mm -hmm. my voice has a say and what we do um before covid you know share everything down um we have a say where like the money will allocate for the youth of Brookhaven. like maybe we should invest in more parks or yeah like a holiday party for the less fortunate like mm -hmm. you know things things like that and okay. um and also valerie she actually won the election last year too she is um district 14 new york state supreme court judge and she is still my mm -hmm. mentor and on April tenth, I am, I am, um, I am, I'm also gonna take the LSAT. It's the okay. law school version to get into law school. <laughs> so oh, I have been, on. yeah. So I've been yeah. studying since like September, uh, yeah. and um, and then also 2020, I am also, I also have been appointed to be on the community Suffolk County um sheriff, sheriff department, department advisory board. Yeah. Right. Yeah, advice board as well. Yep. Um, because the whole Black Lives Matter, I was also not not also like definitely not also on the advice board, but I was also pro 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 protesting too, and okay. I actually had opportunity to actually speak at a at a at a rally, and I um and I also did like a few poems as well. Okay, yeah, I think um seeing your growth um you know over the years, uh and how you've sort of embodied both the the activism and the art um in what you do it, it really is a beautiful thing um and i'm sure you're you you know how powerful um 
a weapon you can wield um, with when you combine those two things. Um, Absolutely. I want you to tell us a little bit about some of the work that you do with actually using the power of your art uh, and writing to help drug addicts uh, that are in recovery mm. uh, and those that have been formerly incarcerated because you're doing that type of work as well. Yes, yes. Okay, so in 2017, I have been asked by like the guys that I know who 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 were like former drug addicts, like, hey, Luis, you, we know that you know your your love poetry into it. We were wondering, can you um, host a poetry workshop for us? And I felt very honored, and I never done this before so i was like absolutely mm-hmm. but i don't know how the heck how the heck i'm gonna do it but i am <laughs> so absolutely absolutely and the thing is too like and, and it definitely hit me home because i come from a family of drug addicts drug dealers killers and gang bankers my mm. father's side my father and my cousin they're from cuba they were both drug dealers um, my mother's side and, and and like including my mother there there were drug addicts mm-hmm. or alcoholics and myself I choose to be none because I be, mm-hmm. because like I didn't I I refuse to be a product of my environment mm-hmm. so when I started the workshop, it was really just out of love and a passion. And honestly, yeah. they taught me, they taught me more than, than like more, more did they ever know. And mm-hmm. I believe next year in 2018, that's when we um, published our first poetry book together. And, oh, I, and no, like, no. and like, and, and like anybody who purchased the book, 100% of the money went straight to their um, mental health recovery or like whatever. It was it was it was myself and a friend of mine who permission invest in like in, in, invest in, in, invest in books to get it published. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't want a dollar. This this is this is, this is something that I wanted to do. Little yeah. did I know that it reached to one of the directors of Waltz of uh, Waltz Whitman. And in mm-hmm. 2018, yeah, I believe 2018, that's when I became a award-winning author at the Waltz Women. Okay. Awesome, man. Absolutely outstanding. Awesome stuff, Louis B. Um, big ups to you, man. Um, and just much encouragement uh, to continue to do that kind of work. Definitely changing lives. Welcome. Uh, and you're a life coach. Um, you know, so I can see clearly, you know, where you're just using yourself um, to the benefit of others. Um, and I also see clearly how it, how it fuels uh, and energizes you as well. Um, definitely seem to be on your, on your, your, your path of purpose, sir. Um, and please though, keep me posted um, with, uh, with that project, with that book, uh, when it comes out, I definitely want to support that and, and promote oh, that um, on, the, on any platform that I'm on. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, and you know what? Do you, sir? Because I know you had a couple pieces before. Um, you gave us that other one. Um, I'm going to ask if you have something else that you can share with us. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to share one of my usual, I guess, style. This poem is called the 
Actually, let me find it first. <laughs> this poem is called The Falling Well of the America's Dream. And um and um this poem I literally wrote this two days before the final. Um previous I performed at the Walt Whitman Poetry Slam competition and I made it to the finals. And I wrote this poem two days before, and I asked them, can they drop the video? But they never did. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> um, this poem's called The Fallen Will of the America's Dream. <clears throat> the blood, the, the blood of my ancestors is pumping life into my heart. Tahino mixes with African descent that I am. Anxiety has been passed down to the descendant of slaves. The African tree has been enslaved while the Native American roots has almost been exterminated. For those who don't suffer the same fate, the way of the world has been balanced by being imbalanced. The essence of the U.S. history lies within their origins. America is the home of the brave. Star Spangled Banner, once upon a time, Lady Lady Liberty on Ellis Island welcomes all immigrants. The entrance of Ellis Island is closed, but the walls of Trump's America are open to get deported by ICE. Olympus has fallen. On mm. on DC six, Capitol Hill was invaded by Trump's terrorists, white white supremacists, enforcing white supremacy by using the white privilege. In 2016, Kaepernick was banned from the from the and from the NFL for taking a, a knee. If all lives really matter, then why do black lives actually matter? The 19 the 1960s social justice movement has reawakened in the summer of 2020. The world was spun back in the hands of time to remind the U.S. that black lives actually matter. America's motto is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Where I come from, we, we, we couldn't even afford boots, let alone pull them up. Rather, ra- rather we walk on broken glass while others jog to the American dreams. White white supremacy made it clear that we are viewed less and see as inferior in the land of the free. Liberty for all was was only accepted to to their to the condition. Their 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 condition was, was never to embrace us at the table, but only to eat their scraps of leftovers. One nation under God, Lady Lady Liberty turns a blind eye for justice for the. KKK does not need to lynch us anymore. We do that to ourselves due to gang violence. Silence. The war on drugs made us ignorant due, due, due to the supply and demand of us killing each other. While, while our loved ones become addicts or lost in the criminal justice system. America is filled with broken promises and shattered dreams. Martin was assassinated before he had a chance to live in I Have a Dream. Malcolm was killed by by living by any means necessary reflection on america the american dream has shattered into pieces of lost dreams the history of america is decoded in the darkness Mm. and peace wow yes another very powerful piece brother i love the passion yeah and just speaking some some real honest truth there, you know, just kind of raw, um, <laughs> and it is what it is. Um, you know, I find like, uh, you know, oftentimes 
when you hear commentary um, on on America, um, you know, you hear the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and whatever else. Um, and and there's the the finger pointing, the finger pointing. Um, I like I like where you went with uh, the, the section of the poem where you talked about um, taking sort of taking ownership uh, and being honest mm-hmm. about what role you might play uh, mm-hmm. in in your own self destruction. Um, depending on you know whatever the self destructive habit might be, uh, could be gang violence, um, but that is important. Uh, and I think that like for me, really it really also grounded that piece um, in reality. Um, because I think that's the other side of the conversation um, as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just what others are doing to you, um, but what things yeah. may you be doing to yourself. Exactly. Now, how Absolutely. intentional can you be about doing things differently? Um, yeah, definitely love that. Love that. Yeah, appreciate that, brother. Um, okay. Uh, Light Bright, hola. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, please stay tuned. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. If you just joined, this is this is the Pod Poets Lounge. We are live um, with uh, Onyx Keisha and Louis V the Poet. Um, if you're listening offline, uh, you can always download the latest episodes and take us with you on the go. Just search for the Pod Poets Lounge wherever you prod for podcasts. So yeah, we are, we are little vibes right now. Um, <laughs> you can also uh, check out the Pod Poets trivia game for this episode number 28 on instagram and again our website where the fun continues there uh it's once again game time so we are going to shift uh over into some more trivia so let's flip the switch Mm because it's game time yeah a little wordplay (laughs) there switching (laughs) and get right back into it so we'll see if we can get a yeah get another solid round out of the uh, remainder of our time together. Oh, it goes by fast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I have a, I have a few uh, sort of rapid fire questions that all kind of warrant a quick response. Uh, hopefully, we can get to some of them. Cool. Um, but yeah, let's get right back into it. So this round, um, it's going to be individual questions. Oh gosh! So be ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to start with. Uh, I want to start with Onyx. Okay. Um, these questions will be just for, just for you. Okay. Uh, you pick the category, and then you know the next question will be just for Louis V. Because it's time to separate, y'all. It's oh time to- gosh! All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let me go ahead and uh, just uh, share the categories again for tonight: pop culture, popular film and TV, Black LGBTQ. U.S. history and finish line, and mm-hmm. the board is yours, Onyx. Where do you oh, want to take this? Let's let's <laughs> let's wait. Is this still multiple choice? It is. It is. Some, okay. You might get a you might get a true or false in there somewhere. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do black LGBT, and I'm gonna get ready to be anxious about this countdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I am going to use the countdown more so this time because of time. Lord. All right, here it is. The dancer and choreographer Marsha Ninja is famously mm-hmm. known in the LGBTQ community as the grandfather of Vogue. Is this a fact or is this false? Oh, Ten, oh nine, gosh. Eight, seven, uh, six. 
Uh, four, three, two, one. We're gonna say facts. <laughs> this one, for the first time since oh, we started, man. is actually false. So this is actually Willy Ninja. Oh. Good guess, though. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, Louie, you ready? What category for you? What category? I'm going to go mm -hmm. with um, um, U.S. history. U.S. history. You got it, sir. Okay. Hmm. This one's about the Reconstruction. The Reconstruction policies of the radical Republicans were probably motivated by A, a humanitarian concern for the former slaves, B, hopes for Republican power in the South, C, bitterness over having to fight the costly war, or D, all of these choices? D. D is correct. You got it. Man, I love your brain. I appreciate it. I got a man in history. I, I, I love history. That is so amazing, man. Yeah, it shows you love it, man. It shows. Yes. Right. You are up, my dear Onyx. Okay. What category for you? Let's try popular film and TV and try not to get another wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Who is the alter ego of Scott Lang as featured in the 2015 and 2018 Marvel films? Is it A, X-Men's Gambit, B, Ant-Man, C, The Flash, or D, Mr. Inferno? I'm going to say Ant-Man. Ant-Man is correct. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> All right, Louis V, you are up, sir. All right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with popular film. Okay, you got it, sir. In which English seaside town was the film Faulty Towers set? Was it A. Torquay, B. Bahamas, C. Cannon Beach or D Hawaii? Forty thousand. Ten, uh, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, a? three. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> At the buzzer, huh? Man, I, <laughs> I guess that. my heart was racing. <laughs> 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 All right, you are up, Onyx. What category? Um, let's do pop culture. Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's do All pop right. culture. <laughs> you got it. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Sonny? Thank you for joining, brother. Who is Blake Lively married to? Uh, is it A, what? Hugh Jackman, B, Ryan what? Reynolds, C, uh. Bradley Cooper, or D, James McAvoy. Mm, mm, it is a B. B. Ryan. Ryan Reynolds is the correct yes! answer. Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Louis V, you are up. Mm, 
I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with pop culture. Pop culture. Okay. Here we go. Alright, this is up. This song, famous song, I would say. Who sang Wrecking Ball? Was it A? <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Hey, Miley Cyrus, are you sure? Yep. 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 Okay. That one is correct. Yes, yes. I feel like that because, was easy for you. I feel like. Yes. Yeah, it was. Okay. That song you was annoying. <laughs> okay. It was very, very popular. And anything very. that you hear over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, my stuff. Okay. Onyx, uh-huh. you are up. Okay. Um, let's. I. I. Do we have more in pop culture? Yes, we do. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with pop culture. Okay, this one might be. Uh, you touched on this a little earlier. So, tell me which Kardashian sibling (laughs) is the oldest? Is it A. Kim, B. Chloe, C. Courtney, or D. Rob? It is Courtney. That is correct. <laughs> I know my Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to back. That the two kind of uh, fairly easy ones for you guys. All right, good, good. Well, it's tied up, and that's not good. Good. I gotta separate y'all now. Somebody's got to. All right, so Louis V, you are up, sir. U.S. history. Oh, I'm done for. <laughs> declare the winner now (laughs) let's see how he does okay here's your question sir what general theme did bill clinton stress most consistently in his 1992 presidential campaign was it a equal rights for all minorities b an immediate freeze of military spending C, the economy, or D, healthcare reform? Uh, okay. Oh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with D. D, healthcare reform is actually not correct. It was the ah, economy at yeah, that time. That, fair enough. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that still puts us tied because I missed one too. But... Yes, you guys are tied up. Man. All right. You are up, Onyx. What category? Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to stick with pop culture. (laughs) You got it. Let's head on over to there and see what was the name of the girl group that Victoria Beckham sang in during the 90s. Spice Girls. (laughs) Spice Girls is correct. (laughs) Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Got that one fast. Okay, Louis <laughs> You're up, sir. Um, popular film. Popular film. Okay. Ah, this is a good one. How many contestants are on each team in the game show University Challenge? Ooh. And this is a 1962 game show. What? Was it A, four contestants, B, five contestants, or C, three contestants. Oh, damn. <laughs> mm. Sonny said the same thing. Oh, man, mm. damn. Mm. <laughs> uh, crap, crap, crap. 
Um, I don't mean to I'm do this to you. Ten. Nine, oh no. Eight, eight. Seven. Four. Six. Five. Eight is correct, sir. Yay! Good guess. Well done. <laughs> nice. Guys are now playing here. Okay. <laughs> so. Thank you. Onyx, you are up, <laughs> and I think we might have time for maybe about three more questions, and we'll oh. see who will be in the lead at the end of these next three questions, the okay? pressure. Um, do I have some more left in my category, sir? Yes. <laughs> All right. And that will be pop culture. Yes. <laughs> How did I know? Okay. You sure do. All right. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Is Spider-Man mm. part of Marvel or DC? Uh, a is Marvel and B is DC. Uh, Marvel. Marvel is correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes and My yes. son would kill me if I got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How old is your son, by the way? He, he, he is actually 19. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's a big boy. <laughs> Getting into college and doing his thing. Yep, 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 yep. That's what's up. All right, Louis V, you are up, sir. Oh, I'm. I am gonna go pop culture too. <laughs> okay, watch out now. Watch out now. Here we go. Who wrote the Fifty Shades of Grey book trilogy? Was it A. Stephanie Mayer, B. James Patterson, C. J.K. Rowling, or D. E.L. James? Uh, crap, 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 crap. I'm gonna go with D. D. What did I D. Just... D is correct. Yes, sir. D is correct. All right. Here we go. Okay. This is it. Yeah. One more question. Let's see. Oh God. You are up, Onyx. What category? Um. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my category. Okay, you got it. <laughs> if we have there. more, okay. Yeah, oh gosh, I hope I, ho I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. Which character does Kit Harrington play in the Game of Thrones? Is it A. Bron Tyrion, B. Lannister, C. Jon oh, Snow, gosh. or D. Theon Greyjoy? Oh my gosh. Uh, 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 um, oh nine, no, don't eight, do that. Don't seven, do that. Six, uh, okay, okay. It is, is there, is there a, is there a, wait, do I get to answer? Yeah, you do, you do, you do. Um, uh, John, is, was there, uh, wait, wait, wait. John Game Snow? of John, yes, John Snow. John Snow? You got it, yes. Oh my God. That is correct. You know, All Game right, of Louis Thrones is scary. <laughs> Okay, Louis V, because it's tied up. Ooh. It is tied up, so we gotta <gasps> see how you do on this next question, sir. Mm -hmm. What category for you? All right, U.S. history. Oh, history. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, before we get into this final question, actually, let's get right into the question. We ain't gonna do that. Let's get right into the question. World War II brought about all of the following changes, except. A, increasing the number of Americans who moved from rural areas to cities, or B, accelerating long-developing social changes for Black Americans, or C, 
increasing the gap between the wealthiest and the poorest Americans, or mm. D, dramatic changes in the roles and the expectations of women. Wow. Ten, I'm going to go nine, with B. B? 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 Okay. Four, three, two, B. one. Unfortunately, not this one is C. That means uh, Onyx is our winner. Uh, congrats. Congratulations, mm -hmm. Onyx. Thank you. I mean, yes. I did take the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't do the academic question, so I definitely acknowledge that because, woo, I would have zero Well played, points. <laughs> well played. And give it up one time for Louis V. Yes, Louis V. Smash that U.S. history category. Man, like. I am impressed. Absolutely so fantastic. You guys were outstanding guests, um, contestants. Thank you so much for the work that you do. Um, please take a moment and um, share whatever it is that you would like uh, with my listeners, where they can check out your work, where they can find you, follow you and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll start with uh, you, Louis V. Well, first of all, um, thank you everybody for like tuning in. Um, if you definitely like what you hear, I, I definitely appreciate y'all. Um, you can follow me on my IG. It is Luis, L-U-I-S underscore V-A-L-D-E-S underscore 91. And my Facebook is Louis V. And I definitely appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yes, yes, brother. All right. And Onyx? Uh, and you can find me on all things social media, Onyx Keisha, O-N-Y-X-K-E-E-S-H-A. Please check out my YouTube page. I have a lot of my earlier content on there. Um, and look out for I Elevate Plus TV. And if you are familiar with the show For My Man on TV One, you just might see your girl's name in the credits. Um, and just uh, continue to walk in your purpose. This was amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. My pleasure. I was so honored and privileged to have you guys um, once again. Uh, I appreciate you accepting the invitation. Um, thank you so much for everyone that tuned in and is listening now and listening later. Thank you as well. Um, as always, um, we appreciate you hanging out. You can email the Lounge at gmail.com. And to be a guest on the show or to uh, be a sponsor, you can email there as well. Um, you can always vibe live right here. Our next show is April 10th. Continue to celebrate who you are. Yes, and just be. Um, thank you to our very special guests uh, tonight, Onyx Keisha and Louis V the Poet. Make sure you check them out. Uh, and for all those who participated in the chat, appreciate you. The vibe did definitely, definitely turn up. Yes, and the passion was hot. So it's always a, a hot, steamy lava. It's a good mess. It's a good mess that Podbean has to clean up after these shows. Um, <laughs> because y'all are so, so fire. Um, it was truly a pleasure having you on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. <laughs> stay safe, stay positive, and take good care. Peace.
Tune in April 10th for more Poets at Heart, uh, trivia, and some good old vibes. Uh, live 7 to 9 p.m. every other Saturday. Thanks to our special guests, Louis V. the Poet, and the winner of episode 28, Onyx Keisha. Look out for the Pod Poets trivia game and follow the Ink magazine for that spilled ink showcase. Listen to the Words I Never Said podcast every Wednesday, hosted by God's Ink. And shout out to Dad Hats and Bowties, hosted by XAB and Distinguish the God as they make you laugh, get in your feelings, and think. You can catch them on Apple Podcasts. You can like, share, and comment to support this platform. And welcome to the vibe at the official place where we have fun celebrating poets. Be well, and thank you for listening. <laughs>